Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, so glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area based in Pinconning. We're online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button. You can ask questions, listen to past episodes of the podcast. You can even get a mini express financial plan on the website. Just look for the Simplicity Express button on insightfolios.com. Dot com. Uh, but uh, before you do all of that, you can just tune in, sit back and relax and enjoy today's show because we got lots of good things to talk about with Kevin, including your biggest assets. What do you do with some of the biggest things that you have inside of your portfolio and in your financial life? We're going to focus on the big stuff today. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. But first, Kevin, good to be with you, my friend. What's up? Well, Walter, enjoying fall like usual. Mm-hmm. You know, the leaves are in, in full color and starting to be peak or past their peak, depending on where you're at. Yeah. Um, what's you your know, favorite leaf color? Well, you know, when we're going up north to Atlanta to Cannon Creek Ranch, there's a spot and the maples kind of blend there. There's two colors. So the red and the orange, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yep. And I can see it for as far as my eye can see. And it's just gorgeous when we go up there. So it's up M33. If anybody's looking to go for a ride one day, the other side of mile, you, you can get in there and you can just see that. So that's great. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, the orange is certainly brilliant whenever you see it, but there's just something about that red that just really pops. Whenever you get a good old, that, that just really brilliant red color in the fall color scheme, it just there's something about those that just wins my heart over a little bit more. Oh, yeah, those little bushes that have that fire red you know, the burning bush type thing. Yeah. 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 Those are, those are gorgeous too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, nothing beats, I guess, when you've got a mix of it, right? Like when you get right. all, all the colors kind of mixing together, that's certainly yeah. gorgeous, but there's also something really nice about, um, well, you know, like being here in, uh, in Colorado, I see a lot now this year of the, of the Aspens, Aspens and yes. having that same uniform color in a lot of sections and a lot of areas, just that pure gold for as far as the eye can see in many areas. So, but it's kind of cool when you see the multicolored and that sort of thing. It fun. is. I remember being out in Colorado and seeing that. So, and then if you watch the John Wayne movies, you can see some of it too. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, I need to add I'm some John Wayne movies to my list. I'm a huge John Wayne fan. What, what's your favorite John Wayne movie? If I have probably, to see one, what what should it be? Probably Big Jake. So Big Jake. You know, okay. Yeah, J- Jacob McCandles. You know. Okay. So I kind of like that one. So is that, you're saying I can't live in Colorado and not have seen a John Wayne movie. Right. Okay. You know, I, I take that back. True Grit was probably my favorite one. Okay, funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. True Grit. Okay, yeah. 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 I, think I think I saw was, the remake of True Grit. Uh, that wasn't even... I, I love Jeff Bridges, don't get me but wrong. But it wasn't anywhere... No. Okay. No, not like the Duke, so... Okay. And I think I think that was filmed in part in Colorado, too. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. I'll have yep. to look that history up of that. That's very cool. Yep. Awesome. Well, glad you're enjoying the time of year, my friend. And uh, let's dive into today's conversation about those biggest assets. I think this will be really helpful for our listeners because we can focus on the details a lot here on the show, but sometimes we just need to take things back to basics and talk about the stuff that kind of applies to everyone, right? Like there's there's not going to be a person who's not impacted by at least one of the things we talk about over the next 10 minutes of this show. So let's get into it because if you really took inventory of your financial situation, you might find that even though these things are big, 
you've taken for granted some of these assets that make up a huge piece of your financial puzzle. Unfortunately, we find that to be the case sometimes. So we're going to talk about where people often maybe overlook some of the details with these big assets, uh, what people should be thinking about with them, all that good stuff. Uh, so let's start with your 401k. Obviously, one of the biggest assets for, would I say, most people, Kevin, that you meet with? It is. that You know, the 403Bs, the 457s are all basically... Lump them all together, right? Lump them all together, right? So why are they your biggest asset, Walter? Why do you think? Well, that's what you've been like automatically paying into and saving into over the years, right? Yes, set and forget it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you've been, you know, putting money into Suppo- it for Supposed years. to, Kevin. You're supposed to supposed, set and forget Supposed it, right? to. That's what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. So you set and forget it. But if if we look at the people that come into my office, generally that's 90% of their money sitting in a 401k, 403b, et cetera, because they've been working at a particular company and they've been putting money away aside for the last 30 years. And guess what? It's accumulated a lot of dollars there. But have do you think most people when they're in their 401k, that they take time to look at their assets and switch things around or see if it's meeting their current plan? No. I mean, I can even think of our own experience, like just helping Connie with her 403B over the years. Yeah, don't spend a whole lot of time looking at it, right? You just, no. yeah. And, and I look at our finances a lot because I talk to you guys all the time and my brain's in that mode. And I like numbers and planning and looking at all that stuff. But yeah, there's the biggest. I spent a lot more time looking at like this small fun side account that's uh, got $3,000 in it, Kevin, compared to, you know, the 403B that she's got. Right. But let's think about that for a minute. Your biggest asset and you're not taking time to sit down with an advisor, see mm-hmm. how it fits in your puzzle, right? It doesn't make much sense, does it? It doesn't make much sense, does it? But that is it. That's your big asset. So take the time out of your schedule, put it in your planning, see how you're going to turn it into income, see how it's going to produce the income to and through retirement, and see if your current allocation, if your current allocation is the same it was, say, 10 years ago, that's a good indicator you need to get in, you need to talk to somebody. Because as time moves on, so does your goals. You're getting closer to retirement. That you know, Maybe when you started out, you're 100% in stocks, you were 20 years old, which you probably should have been, and now you're close to 60 and you're still 100% in stocks. Not a good idea. So it's time to get a checkup to make sure that your 401k is where it needs to be invested. And we do that all the time. People come with their 401ks, we'll look at their statements, and after we do their simplicity plan, I'll say, based on what your plan is telling me, here's how I would invest inside your 401k to get you to retirement. And then once we get you to retirement, then we'll look at other options to produce the income that's needed to get you through retirement. So don't neglect your 401k. You have to keep on top of that. And if you're not talking to your advisor, make sure you do and set some appointments and get involved in your 401k planning because by and large, for most people, that's going to be your largest asset. All right, that's the skinny on the 401k. We could certainly do a whole show about that, but we'll vary it up a little bit. Let's talk about the house because, wow, uh, talk about biggest assets. For some people, that could indeed be the house and not the 401k, just depending on, on where you live and what you've been up to, right? Yeah, for some people, yeah. You had a large family. You know, we had a client that had eight kids, so they had a big house. Wow, okay. So, you know, lots of rooms, lots upstairs, lots of this and they didn't need it after a while. So they thought, geez, you know, I'm going to sell this house because there's nobody here. They have the empty nest now. We only have, you know, both spouses here and then the kids come home occasionally. So they sold the house, which they sold it at a really good price. And that was a big chunk of their retirement. And then they ended up buying a smaller house uh, that was more manageable for them. So they didn't have the big yard. They didn't have, you know, all the cleanup mm-hmm. and all those types of things. Some people will use their house. And we always hear... Um, 
Oh, what's the actor there? Tom Selleck, you know, pitching this on TV. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, reverse mortgage? Reverse mortgage, Ah, yeah. Yeah. So reverse mortgages, some people are going to do that. Why would they do that? Because you can add some liquidity. You can take money out of your house tax-free. And there's, there, before you go down that road, you want to make sure you, you look into all the rules of the reverse mortgage. But for a lot of people, as we get older and we age and the kids moved out, our big asset, our house that we had, probably doesn't make sense for some. So they'll end up selling that. And if it's you know, if you're a married couple, you can still you know, make a half a million dollars and not pay taxes on that, be tax-free as long as you meet certain criteria. And then that can really help you supercharge your retirement. Wow, fantastic. That's a good analysis and perspective on the house and uh, some of your options there. A lot more flexibility maybe than most people realize or think about. Yes. Let's talk about Social Security, another big asset for a lot of folks. We, we know this isn't going to be the end-all, be-all of our retirement plans, hopefully. But, um, but yeah, it's still a big piece of the puzzle. It's a big piece of the puzzle. And people, you know, some some people, I don't want to lump everybody in there, but some people don't look at it as, hey, is there an opportunity, you know, is there a good time to take it, say, 62, 67, 70, whatever the age is. So let's think about this for a minute, Walter. We had somebody come in the office the other day, and their Social Security is a little over $2,000 per month when they took it at 66. Now, if they took that for the next 20 years, that was going to be something like $480,000 of income. That's a lot of income. Sounds that, pretty good, yeah. Pretty pretty mm-hmm. good, right? If you live 20 years and everything works out. So let's take some time. Let's put a strategy to it. Let's make sure that it's working in your best interest. How do you do that? Well, in our simplicity plan, we can plug in. You take Social Security at 62. You take it at 67 or 70. Whatever age you're trying to, you think is best, we can plug it in and tell you mathematically at least which day is best or which, which time frame is best for you. You know, and there's other factors that, that go in there. How's your health? How's your, you know, your family's health? You know, do you, on average, live a long time. Walter, I have a client who now, his name is Donald. He's a good friend. He's going to be 90 years old this year. Okay. How old do you think his mother was when she died? Oh, I mean, we'll go mid to upper 90s. 106. 106. Wow. 106 okay. and had all her faculties yeah, and awesome. done good up until. How old do you think his aunt, meaning her sister, was? I'm going to guess uh, some similar longevity, over 100. 100. 104. Okay, 104. And then his grandfather, which would have been his mother's dad, lived into his hundreds too. So what do you think the chances of Donald living into his hundreds are? Pretty good. They're Pretty shaping good, up right? well, yeah. Yep. So if you have that history on your on your side. Especially now that he's already made it to 90. He's already made it. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's already there. So if you have that history on your side, and we could look back in time, we'd say, well, you want to hold off taking that as long as possible because we got a longer time than most people because we're going to probably live to age 100. Or versus, let's say that Donald had the opposite experience. His, all of his parents had heart problems and you know none of them lived past 75. Well, then that comes into play too. Maybe we take it earlier. How do you know? You sit down, you have the discussion with your advisor, you go through, you implement it in your plan, and you see how it impacts your income going in and through retirement. Pretty cool. If you have questions and you want to talk to Kevin about how you do that, make it to and all the way through retirement. Because remember, it's not just the first part. (laughs) Anybody can help you maybe get to retirement, but how are you going to make it last as long as you live, especially with increased longevity, inflation, all these other factors that hit us each and every day that we've got to account for. Uh, We're not all about the sky is falling here on the show, but we 
do want to handle all of these different curveballs that fly at us in our retirement planning. And that's what Kevin's process deals with and tries to make the whole thing simpler and easy to understand. That's why we named the show Simply Financial. Uh, if you have questions and want to talk about your plan, reach out to Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. Kevin is local, born and raised in Pinconning. That's where his office is today. So he knows what's important to families in this community. 888-885-PLAN is, again, the number to call to get in touch. We're talking about your biggest assets in your portfolio, in your financial life. We've talked about the 401ks and similar plans, your house, your social security. All right, this one's a little bit uh, outside the box. What about your future savings potential? How are people neglecting that? Ooh, that's a good one. So if you just Google, Walter, if I start saving, let's say, I don't care what the dollar figure is, $2,000 per year at age 20, and you did it for 10 years and you stopped, or, and then if you Google the the same answer, what if I save $2,000 a year from age 30 on, what column do you think is going to have more money? The uh, the earlier one, right? The, the earlier, earlier you save one. the better. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the earlier one. I thought so you were maybe asking me a trick question there. <laughs> no, <laughs> but there's something you know your your future savings potential, right? So start early if you can. But we have lots of clients who will come in and they've had kids, and you know the kids you know cost money, so they got a mortgage, they got the kids, they got schooling, they got all the things that go along with raising a family, and now all of a sudden they're empty nesters. So this is another opportunity, your savings potential, because now you can really supercharge your savings. I had a fellow come in the other day, same scenarios. Kids are gone, house is paid off. You know, the kids um, no longer require assistance as far as financially. Now he's putting away fifty to $75,000 per year, and he's only 50 years old. So that can really add up in the next 10 years as far as helping him getting to and through retirement. So if you think you're sitting down, if you're listening to us right now and you're thinking, I'm 50 years old, it's too late to start, it's not. I hear that all the time. We can come in or you come in and we show you how to put that strategy to use, how we can get you to retirement, how we can save a bunch of money in that particular scenario. And you'd be surprised if we just simply use, you know, the same old, you know, strategy, we're going to invest for the long term because it's at least 10 years, what it will add up to. So don't think that you're on the sidelines and you waited too long. In most cases, you haven't. Some cases you have, but most cases you haven't. How do you start that? you got to sit down with an advisor. I keep hammering this today, it sounds like. But sit down with your advisor. See what it's going to take to get you to retirement, to do everything that you want to do, every all the dreams that you imagined throughout the years. And let's start on that today. Let's get you there. Let's get you into retirement because this is the, the most fun part of my job is to get you there and watch you have the fun through retirement. And then it's the most rewarding part of it. And it's not hard to do. The hardest thing to do is for the person, meaning you that's listening to us, is to put something in action and don't procrastinate. Procrastination never works. If you want to buck that trend of procrastination and talk to Kevin about your financial plan, again, that number to call is 888-885-PLAN, 888-885-PLAN, or go online to insightfolios.com. All right, last but not least, Kevin, uh, we'll cover one more of our biggest assets here. We hit 401k, your house, your social security, future savings potential, another outside the box one. And this would be a bunch of smaller accounts because you do have a bunch of little ones that all combine together, right? Oh, we do. What do you think I see the smaller accounts when people come in to talk to me? What are they? What would you guess? Oh, like their their IRAs maybe, um, Roths, those kinds of things? Yeah, IRAs. Uh, Or just investing accounts, general ones? Yeah. So you may have started up an IRA, you know, 10 years ago and you put... $5,000 
three or four thousand you forgot about it you may have two or three or four old 401ks that you forgot about that were smaller amounts you may have the roth over there like you mentioned that's a smaller amount but guess what we put them all in your plan it adds up and not only does it add up but it has potential to produce a lot of income when you get into retirement so don't don't forget about those don't forget to pay attention to those because those are important maybe you could combine a bunch of those into something that's better for you that's more on more online of what you're trying to accomplish right now if you've forgotten about them i'm thinking that you probably aren't paying attention to them and you don't know if they're fitting into your overall financial plan so don't ignore the smaller accounts because they add up over time and then maybe you could put those to better use uh, for your future retirement income. And it's as easy as just picking up the phone, giving us a call because when Walter, when you had somebody come in and I know she's listening right now, but she has probably 20 different accounts that we put all together in a simplicity plan. And it doesn't sound like, you know, 20 accounts, but guess what? It adds up to a lot of dollars when you add all of those up and then it adds up to a lot of income once you're getting into retirement. Crazy so how that happens, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, do not look, uh, neglect those smaller accounts, put them in your plan, start planning for it. And you're going to need income at some point because your paychecks are going to stop. And that's where we're going to go to. We're going to go to those accounts and get you to and through retirement. Very good. Well, if you would like to uh, find out again a little bit more information about what the planning process is like with Kevin Ray, he's going to walk you through that when you call, explain a little bit more what goes into the Simplicity Plan and get you all set for your financial and retirement future. It's an easy-to-have conversation, but you've got to be the one who stops procrastinating, picks up the phone, and gets going with your financial plan. So give Kevin a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. He's your financial coach based in Pinconning, serving throughout the Tri-City area. 888-885-PLAN, that number to dial. Hey, there's more coming up on today's show. So glad you're with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. More on the way. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the, anyone, anyone? It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area, office right there in Pinconning. Check us out online at insightfolios.com. Look at the listen button, and then you can ask questions, listen to past episodes of the show. You'll also find Simplicity Express, where you can go get a mini quick financial plan uh, to help you out. Um, and just a great way to kind of dip the toe in the planning waters, if you will. If you're not quite ready to talk to somebody one-on-one, you can go do that online and get your own mini express financial plan right now. Look for the Simplicity Express button on the site. All right, Kevin, we're going to take things back to basics on this next part of the show. You know, sometimes we dive into the nitty and gritty of financial stuff. Sometimes we got to peel it back, go, go back to the beginning, and just kind of talk about some definitions, some terms, uh, some things in the financial world that, I don't know, maybe our listeners have heard of but don't really understand the definition of those things, or maybe they've never even heard of these things, but they will once they get into the retirement planning process. So we're going to try and create some familiarity and a little education on the show today. Uh, ready to go? All Let's right. give it oral. So just to, you know, to make things easy for the audience, tell us what we kind of need to know about each of these things, even if we don't fully comprehend or understand its inner workings. 
All right, so the first term is something that someone may hear, especially if they're employed and talking about retirement planning, in-service distribution. Who's going to hear that term and who needs to know what it means? And then kind of take us through, like, what do we need to know about that situation? Sure. Well, a lot of people don't know what that is. And there's a reason because it's not talked about a whole lot. But in-service distribution is this. If you're working at a company, whatever company you're at, and it's typically age 55 and above, but sometimes it's earlier, the company will allow you to roll out part of your 401k to any IRA that you want. And there's there's caveats there. So if you do that, you want to transfer what's called trustee to trustee transfer. So then that way, there's no taxes involved. But let's say you work at you know one of the local companies here, and you have your 401k, and you're just not happy with the investment options that are available in that 401k, and you have your own personal account out there, and you're, you're and you're doing much better in that account, or maybe have an advisor, you have a different account, you're doing that much better. And you're just wanting out of that 401k because of the limit, you know, the limits they put on there. Well, you first of all, you have to call, you know, HR and ask them, do you allow what's called the in-service distribution? In other words, can I take out basically your contributions that you put in, not the company's contributions, and can you roll those over to your own personal IRA? That's the first step. And if you can, then you know the, the, you need to sit down. You need to see what's out there, what's available. Does it make sense in your in your particular situation? A lot of companies now, Walter. I don't know if you know this or not. You know they don't want the liability, or they don't want you know the being the fiduciary of that plan. Those types of things, and that that comes along with all that. So the, a lot of a lot of companies that we're seeing are allowing this now more and more. I have probably three pages in my office here of companies that do allow it. So if that's you and you're and you're thinking about it, you can call your HR department and say, is this available to me? Or you can give us a call because we have that sheet and I can look through there and roughly tell you if it is or isn't. But I can tell you the big three almost always do. So that's that's a real good planning technique or that's a real good avenue to take if your 401k just isn't doing what you think it should be doing and it's not you know owning up to what, what you had in, in mind and it's not meeting your goals. Great points. That's helpful info, Kevin. In-service distribution, our first financial term of the day. All right, what about Roth conversion? Uh, what about a Roth conversion uh, needs to be kind of, uh, who needs to be tuned into that and what's it all about? Well, if you're like most of us advisors and you think tax rates are going to go up in the future because all the spending they're going to do, this is something that you may want to consider. And what, what is a Roth conversion? It's where you take a standard IRA or maybe you take your 401k or something of that nature, and you're going to convert some dollars into what's called the Roth. So you're going to convert. So let's say you have $100,000 in an IRA, and you want to convert that all over into a Roth. Well, a couple of things are going to happen. If you do that, you can do that, by the way, Walter, no age um, limitations, you know, no 72 and a half. You don't have to be working to do it. Anybody can do this. And the caveat is this. Once you do that conversion, you're going to pay tax on whatever you converted. So in that, that uh, situation that I just explained, if you have $100,000 and you convert $100,000 to the Roth, you owe taxes that year on that $100,000. So you have to pay the tax. Another caveat is you have to leave it sit once you convert it for at least five years in order for the IRS to, to say it's tax-free for the rest of your life. Now, why would people do that? Well, they're going to do it because a couple of reasons. They think taxes are going up in the future. 
And whatever that Roth grows to, let's say that 100,000 that you just rolled over, now grows to 300,000, and it's 15 years later, 20 years later, that 300,000 is now income tax-free, no taxes. So do you want to pay taxes now, or do you want to pay taxes later? So it comes down to, are we going to kick the tax can down the road and let that thing grow bigger, your traditional uh, IRA? And when we do that, Walter, who's your partner? If, if we let if we start at 100 and it grows 300, either you convert it or you don't. Who's your partner if you don't? He's an uncle that we don't like very much. That's right, Uncle Sam. So the longer you kick that, that can down the road, the bigger partner Uncle Sam is in there. So it's a good time because um, interest rates are historically low right now to look into it to see if it would benefit you or not. Again, if you want to get in touch with Kevin as we talk about these different terms, if you hear something that you want more clarity on or want to discuss how it impacts your situation specifically, reach out by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, Kevin, what about an ETF? What is an ETF, and at what point in our investing lives will we encounter that? Is that an extraterrestrial female? Yeah, oh my goodness! <laughs> um, I suppose it could be, but probably not. Probably not on this show. Maybe not another on this show. show. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had to come. But the, what an ETF is is it's an exchange traded fund. So think of it this way: we all have mutual funds, right, Walter? Or most people do. I, th- I think I think more people are probably familiar with mutual funds than mutual an fund, ETF, yeah. right? Yes. So if we look at an ETF, I'm going to quiz you a little bit here, Walter. Okay. Maybe help out. So you look at a mutual fund. If you own a mutual fund, what happens in that mutual fund? What do you own? You own lots of different investments, right? Lots of stocks, basically? Yeah, stocks, bonds, whatever it happens to be. But in a mutual fund, there's a, there's a difference between that and an exchange-traded fund. So you could basically have an exchange-traded fund that mirrors your mutual fund, for example. And why are people becoming more interested in ETFs, Walter? Why do you think? Uh, my guess is going to be maybe they're more efficient or, or lower priced, perhaps. They are lower priced okay. in most cases. Yep. So there, there's there's one reason that people look at that. The other reason is this. Let's say you have a mutual fund, and at 10 o'clock this morning, Walter, you say, I got to get out of that mutual fund for whatever reason. What what time do you think is actually traded to close that fund out? It's at the end of the day, right? Like it's after it closing? It's not an instantaneous thing? It is. So you have to wait till 4 o'clock. And then whatever the value is at 4 o'clock. Now, remember, you want it out at 10 o'clock, but where the value is at 4 o'clock is going to be your so value. So when you sell, you really don't know what you're actually selling it for. You don't. Okay. But now an exchange-traded fund, the ETF, if you just want to sell at 10 o'clock, you can sell at 10 o'clock. So you kind of, you have a real good idea what it's what it's going to be. So they're more, you know, they're, they're typically cheaper, sometimes more tax efficient. They're not, you know, active managers you know, in most cases, you know, looking after that ETF, and it's just becoming more and more popular for those reasons. So it's kind of like a mix between, it's it's like a mutual fund, but it behaves almost like an individual stock. It does, okay. yes. That's a, that's, a, that's a good, see, it took you to tell, tell our audience what it was, <laughs> yes. We, uh, I, can, I can be the bridge sometimes between the knowledgeable Kevin Ray and the um, you know, uh, listening audience that's maybe scratching their head sometimes trying to sort through all this financial stuff. Cause Say, dude, what's he saying? What's he saying? Yeah. So I, I'm, I can translate sometimes. It's, uh, it's helpful to be the middleman in this situation. All right, what about a fiduciary? You actually mentioned that term in answering one of the other questions on the show today. I did. Now, a fiduciary, that term is bantered around a lot. We hear it on all types of commercials. Um, 
in other places. So fiduciary, this is what has to happen. We have to, and I am a fiduciary, Walter. A lot of people ask me that. We have to put your best interest first. Now, in other words, if you come into my office and you have an income need, and we talk about this week in and week out, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to figure out your shortfall. And your shortfall is the additional money you need upon your Social Security and maybe your pensions. So let's say you have $3,000 coming in a month and we need five. So we have a shortfall of $2,000 of income needed. So I'm going to look at your investments and I'm going to have to put your best interest first and I'm going to have to show you what investments best fit your situation. Now, if you're not a fiduciary and let's say you're, you're, you're just an insurance person, you can use an annuity, for example. It may not have to be the best annuity, and most, most insurance companies are, or persons are going to do that, but it fits your needs, maybe, maybe not, but is it the best one? So a fiduciary, you should be working with fiduciaries because we have to put your best interests first. We have to show how we came up with those recommendations if we're, if we're audited down the road, and it has to make sense, and we have to look at all investments, just not annuities or just not life insurance or whatever it is to make sure that we're doing the best job for you. Great help again, Kevin. Thank you. If you've got questions about what it's like to work with a fiduciary and want to explore that further, as well as the other things we've talked about on the show so far, again, feel free to reach out. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. 888-885-PLAN. Or you can go to insightfolios.com and get in touch through the website. All right, last but not least, anybody who starts planning for retirement, and maybe even before then, is going to hear the word risk, and then they may hear the one that I want to focus on today, Kevin, risk aversion. So what does all that mean, and and, and where does that come up? What do you think that means, Walter? Well, you want to run away from risk, stay away from yeah. it, right? Yeah, you don't want to take on any risk whatsoever. So let's. I can give you a really good example. Let's say you win the lottery, Walter. All right. Thanks, Kevin. It's been nice talking okay. to you. This will be my you, last show. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> you want $100 million, you invite me down to sit on your poolside, right? There you go. That's right. But you have you have two options when you take when you win a lottery. Do you know what those are? Yeah, like the, the lump sum or annuitized payments or the spread yeah, amount. Yep, yep. So who's going to take the, the the yearly payment for 20 years or 30 years? Uh, almost nobody takes that one, right? But some some do, correct? Yeah. And I, that's so, because they're... Somebody who doesn't want to blow it all at one time, maybe? Yep. They're risk aversion, aren't they? They don't want to put it in the market and watch it disappear is, is how they think. So people who are risk aversion don't want to take on any risk. We've talked about that a lot. So if you're that type of person and you've got a lot of cash sitting in the bank, Walter, what do we call that cash? Over all these years we've been doing this, what do we call it? What kind of money? L- lazy money. Lazy money, exactly. So that lazy money, and especially today, what's the big problem with cash today, Walter? In- inflation. Inflation. I keep we hitting know it. That. I'm, I'm, on, yeah. I'm on track today. You're good. So if you go to the store, I mean, we went to um, we went out to a restaurant last Friday, and it was thirteen dollars for a hamburger and fries. Now. Yeah, and it wasn't that long ago. It was seven, eight bucks, and and not like a spectacular hamburger. You know what I mean? Like no, a normal no. hamburger being thirteen dollars. Yeah, if it was spectacular, I wouldn't complain too much. Right, but um, so that risk aversion we have to factor in inflation, and inflation could eat away. So in most cases, you know, we sit down and we talk to people. You have to take some risk. It's just a matter of defining how much risk you have to take, and how do we do that? Well, we do that income plan. We're going to come up with a very specific number, and that's the rate of return you have to average on your portfolio going forward um, with withdrawals, so you don't run out of money. And that will guide us or guide you into determining how much risk 
you need to take. Now you can take more, but you certainly, you know, in order not to run out of money, we have to take, we have to figure out that number, that risk aversion number in this particular case. How do we, how do we do that? It starts by you. You sit down, you figure out this income plan and we come up with that number. Everybody's different as we talk about every week. So figure that out going into retirement, not when you're retired. You want to figure that number out before you go into retirement. So think about it. Are you risk averse? Is your portfolio set up properly for your level of risk aversion? Is your level of risk aversion even um, you know uh, appropriate for your stage of life and for your plan? Just because you feel one way about risk doesn't necessarily mean that you should also plan exactly that way. There's lots to think about. So if you've got questions and want to dive into that topic or any of the other terms that we've talked about on today's show, reach out to Kevin Ray. Get a complimentary review of your financial plan and see the path forward. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Education is at the heart of Kevin's plans at uh, his meetings and uh, the design behind all of this. Uh, we talk about it here on the show. We want you to know a little bit about what's going on in your plan and be educated along the way. And so that's part of the process. If you have questions, again, reach out. Call for a complimentary financial review at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. More coming up on today's show. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. We believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future. And that's it. You shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products. Why worry with the minutiae? Three steps is all it takes. Step one, you talk. Step two, we act. And step three, here comes the fun part. You relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. Don't worry. As life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on the show today. Kevin, my question for you this week involves uh, a little bit of food, maybe, involved in the answer to this question, perhaps. Well, has to. We talk about it every week. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, Do you prefer to watch a movie in the theater or at home? Ooh. Now, most of the time, I'm going to say theater, Walter, and and you hit on them. Right on the nose, the food aspect. of it. There's nothing like that big bucket of popcorn full of butter, right? Yeah. I mean, you can have a good bucket of popcorn at home, but it's not the same as getting it truly the there. Yeah. No, no. And then there's something about the big screen. And I, I can remember what, and I'm going to date myself, Dances with Wolves. It was a long time ago. On that big screen with a big bucket of popcorn. And there's something about the big screen, too. And then, you know, the, the surround Dolby sound and the thunder going off and the rattling that just, I, I prefer the theater. Oh, yeah. Now, saying that, I haven't went in the last couple of years for obvious reasons. Right, but, um, exactly. But I do enjoy the theater, just the ambiance, just the surrounding, just, you know, it kind of brings you back to when you were a kid. When I was in Pink Hunting, we used to go to White's Theater and, you know, watch, watch the movies as we're, we're kids going up in town. I remember we could take RC bottle caps sometimes and 
you know, purchase some of the movie ticket that it took to get in there and lining around the block here in Pinconning. Just good memories from all around from going to the movie theater. How about you? Yeah, even um, with the, the most modern of theaters these days, there's still that nostalgia element, too, um, involved with it, of the being a kid and going to the movies and being able to kind of relive that a little bit. And I agree with you. You can't replace that popcorn, the smell of it, and... Uh, you know, I'm not going to like go buy milk duds typically at the grocery store. It's just like it's one of those things you only buy at the theater or, you know, name your favorite snack like that. That's just it's a movie theater snack. It's the only appropriate place to eat it. Um, <laughs> the milk duds last a while. That's right. <laughs> yes. I will say that I will say, though, uh, it's very nice to be able to pause a movie if you've got to go use the bathroom. And that's the one thing in the movie theater you can't do. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> so I always I, I, I always hate that when I've really got to go to the bathroom, but I really don't want to miss what's going on in the movie. And it's like, well, I can either be uncomfortable and not enjoy the experience or I could miss part of it and, you know, but at least be more comfortable. And so you wage you wage that battle and squirm a little bit and go, all right, what, can I make it? Can I not make it? What? How much more runtime is in this thing? You know. <laughs> So that's a funny dance to uh, to do. So that might be a, a check mark in the home category there. Yeah, good memories though. Mm-hmm, definitely. All right, fun to talk talk about that kind of stuff. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap up today's show by answering uh, one of your questions right here on Simply Financial. Stay tuned. You deserve great financial advice. You deserve a financial plan that's custom tailored to your goals, and you deserve confidence about your financial future. If you feel you're missing that level of care from your financial advisor, it's time for a change. Your interests are our priority. Make sure you're getting the most out of your hard-earned wealth. Schedule a visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. No need to make things hard on yourself. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Learn a simpler way to invest. Getting ready to wrap things up on Simply Financial this week. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with an office in Pinconning. And if you've got questions for us, you can go to insightfolios.com and click the listen button to get in touch. Uh, We have a question to feature on today's show. This one comes to us from Penny. Penny says, I've been retired for about three years, and even though I've been making withdrawals from my IRA, the account balance is actually higher than it was when I first retired. But even seeing this, I still can't shake the fear that I'm going to run out of money eventually. Is this common? That is a really good question, Penny, and it is quite common when I have people come to my office. And there's a couple of reasons for that. The market's been going very good for the last two or three years, and now we're seeing you know some volatility come about. And you're probably following what's called the 4% rule, meaning you know, there's studies been done out there say if I take 4% of my portfolio, there's a good chance I shouldn't run out of money before I go on to the next life. But what we're finding out when people come to my office, Walter, is that what have they been doing all of the years, you know, to get to retirement with their portfolio? What, what's been the mindset? Uh, like, you know, just save as much as you can. Yeah, growth, right? Growth, put it away and yeah. try not to touch it and yeah. So what Penny is feeling, I believe, is that she's seen growth all of these years. Now she's worried if the market pulls back 20 30%, and I'm still pulling out 4%, am I going to run out of money? And you may, you may not, Penny. So the answer to this question is you need to have a solid income plan. And I know I say this every week, but you need to, an income plan where your investments are going to generate income in the, in such a manner that it doesn't matter what the market's going to do. Either it's you know it's going to produce income through up or down mar- markets, sideways markets, 
And so you can see it and you understand it. And I think, Penny, for most people that come in my door, they're just guessing that growth is going to work for them. And they, they don't have the confidence that you don't have. If you're looking for confidence, you need that plan to guide you to and through retirement and for you to understand how investments are going to generate the income through ups and down markets and sideways markets as we talk about every week. So give me a call. I'd be happy to sit down with you. Go through that process. It doesn't take that long. It's about an hour. And we'll start that process. And I'll show you how we, in our office, we take your investments and we turn it into income so that when the market does go down, because it's going to go down many times over the next 10, 20, 30 years, that we're not relying on growth to replenish what we're spending. So give us a call, Penny. I'd be happy to sit down and go through that process with you. That's all you have to do is pick up the phone, take that action to put one foot in front of the other, make that first step to setting up a conversation with Kevin Ray at Insight Folios. 888-885-PLAN is your number. That's 888-885-7526. He is your financial coach serving you throughout the Tri-City area with an office right there in Pinconning. 888-885-PLAN. Call that number right now and tap into those three-plus decades of experience that Kevin has in this financial planning world. 888-885-PLAN. Well, Kevin, thank you for the great show today. Appreciate your insight, and uh, let's do it again next weekend, shall we? I think it'll be fun. Love it. Thanks, Kevin. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you very soon. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Have a great rest of your weekend. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.